On this week's episode of Bungalore on the Bus, we are hanging out at the AC Hotel in downtown Orlando at the Sky Bar. Sky Bar! I can see for miles and miles and miles. And Brendan doesn't want to, you to get a vaccine. <laughs> Welcome to Bungalower and the Bus. I am the Bus John Busdecker. And I'm going to make out with your husband in a Boba Fett costume, Brendan O'Connor from Bungalower.com. I'm more of a Django Fett kind of oh, guy really? myself. You like the daddies. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> like I'm a little old. I thought you would have like a presidential quib for me on yeah. this inaugural week. We can talk about it. You want to talk about it, John? Yeah, but we should tell people that here on Bungalow and the Bus, we talk about all things downtown Orlando and the surrounding bungalow neighborhoods. But, and things that kind of affect them, too. We've, yeah, been, yeah. we've been talking about some national news. Oh, yeah. It's hard to avoid. Speaking of downtown, Brendan, we are downtown tonight. We're in the heart of it, man. We're at the uh, AC Hotel Orlando downtown. Yes. Which is in the new SunTrust Tower. Yeah, we're at a, a fancy bar tonight. We had to wear shoes. A sky bar. Sky bar. Sky bar. Sky bar. Sky house. Sky bar. Okay. <laughs> but let's say it like uh, like we whisper it. Like, because then it sounds sexy. Because it's really sexy. This yeah, is it's, sexy it's, we're, we're up. We're, Sky bar. I'm looking over the Amway Center. Just beautiful. I'm we're sitting next to a fire. Our new interstate uh, giant loops are just going crazy. Like, it's very urban. I feel, I feel like we're almost like we're in New York. Or Miami. Or Miami. And there's this roaring fire in front of me. We're getting tapas right now. Tapas. Prosciutto. <laughs> Prosciutto's and toast. And Did we get potatoes, too? I think so. I think, I wanna, Who knows? I, I they just sent it out. Yeah, but it's, it's fancy. We had some fancy drinks. You can see all of this on bungalow.com. Yeah. And, the hotel and itself Instagram. opened in uh, January 12th. It's on the 18th floor of this new building. And it's the area's first lifestyle hotel. Ooh, say. what does that mean? I don't know. It's <laughs> probably just that it's sexy. It's yeah. Sexy people. Maybe they should here. let you live here. I would love to live here. People used to live in hotels. They don't really do that no more, do they? There's people that... I mean, like, 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 okay, there are certain hotels yeah. that people live in. But I mean, like, like fancy <laughs> hotels. I was going to say. <laughs> uh, or EON. There's people, there's long-term residents at uh-huh. EON. That's what I mean, like EON. long-term residents. Yeah, long-term residents. This has 180 rooms, John. Really? No. And these floor-to-ceiling windows. This is beautiful. We should have negotiated a room. I'll try <laughs> next time. Oh, next, next time. time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People, if you're going to stay here, if you want to try it out, you get a $25 credit to the bar. Where we're hanging out tonight. Yeah. Yeah. Just go to acorlandodowntown.com and you can find out more information. I love seeing new hotels in downtown Orlando because when I moved here 10 years ago, there was like one or two and now there's, you know, at least half a dozen. Yeah. Which is great. The key is that they have to have like meeting spaces, convention rooms and this. Parking too. Parking can be hard. Parking. There's tons of parking in this building. Yeah, like half the building's a parking garage, right? And I guess the Sunrail station isn't done yet. I thought that it was done and when we I just wrote about it, I got some flack from our readers. You always get flack from the readers. Oh yeah, but it's just because they're smart. We just have, and I like that. That's we not have, what you say off air. You don't call them smart. If it's about houses, call I don't them a bunch hear of dummies, don't you? 
<laughs> my stupid bungalow readers. Depends on what they're saying. <laughs> we had uh, there's a lot of comments about some houses that we've been doing, and and oh, I like, saw that one. Oh my god, I saw that. This ain't in Sunset Oaks. And I, <laughs> and I apologize, but when you look at a map. It is. I mean, but how close is uh, First of all, it's <laughs> Southern Oaks. Oh, Southern, Southern Oaks, I guess, refers specifically to a residential development. I don't even know what that is. I don't even know what that is. Yeah, it's in a space that I really never write about. <laughs> uh, and I was like, I apologize for bringing people to your neighborhood. But they were like, don't let people, don't let them lie to you. Don't let them fool you. This isn't Southern Oaks. Like, dude, nobody cares about Southern this Oaks. Is a, this was your house of the day feature that you do. Yeah, somebody. And, and they, it was actually a, an affordable house. It was like a two-one. Home, which but then other people were like, that's just cosmetic. It's all... It's all old plumbing and old electrical in there. <laughs> then don't buy it. <laughs> I know. Then don't buy it. What is wrong with people? I don't Why know. Do I, anyway, I'm not going to. This isn't going to be an episode where I complain about We should have a whole episode where you opinions. just complain the whole time. I think, I think that's every episode. Okay. Uh, all right. <laughs> Speaking of houses, houses are on the rise here. Did you see that story in the Sentinel? 10% rise. 10% rise in prices. Because there's not as many available. Not enough houses. Nobody's building. You do, Not nobody, but there's just not an. You don't see a lot of people building single-family homes downtown. No. Well, there's not a... I mean, there's some space for it, but there's not a ton, right? I think there's lots of opportunity for infill projects. I mean, when you talk to developers, a lot of times they'll tell you that, you know, it's, it's not it's not conducive for them to build a 2-1 anymore. you got to build a 4-3. Yeah. Because that's where they make their money. You could. You'd make your money back. It just wouldn't be. You're not making as much yes. money back, right? And so, yeah. And they're like, ah, it's just not worth my millionaire dollar time. Totally. To make something that I'm going to not make a million dollars off of immediately. Yeah. That's the issue. It's just their margins. But I, you, if you care, you could do it. But at the moment, there's just not enough. And so people are charging more uh, for what's available. And they're not crazy astronomical. You're just seeing some homes that are... Maybe you're used to seeing like two hundred and fifty thousand, and now they're three hundred and fifty thousand, which is a lot. Yeah, I'm not going to buy it. No, because I can't. But I mean, you could compare it to other cities in the country, and you know, are our homes more affordable than somewhere like Atlanta or or New York or Miami? Yeah, they're probably cheaper here. But I know the the pay. I know the, the average pay here probably isn't as high anyway, either. Blah blah blah. Right. Houses. What we're talking about like? What's your thing? week like? I had a good week. I, I actually did some work this week, and I finished one of my videos on this project I do called Orlando Sixty. I was so happy to see it go up. I did John. a I did a sixty second video. I did this. I started this years ago, and I just do these sixty second videos about things that I think are cool in Orlando. And sadly, now that I have a real job, I can't do them as often as as I'd like. <laughs> But every now and then I get some inspiration. And this one was about? This one was about the Naked Bar Soap Co. Delicious. And they're a, a black and Latina owned business in College Park. Capital B Black. And capital L Latina. Love it. And so uh, I know them and, and I've, I've been to their shop. My, my wife buys some of their stuff and they're just good folks over there. Because it's like no crazy additives no. and hard chemicals nope. that are going to, you know, accumulate in your body. Just and naked. 
Yeah, just the egg. So they make soap and they make deodorant, they make bath bombs and all that stuff. But the reason I wanted to do it, first of all, it's an Orlando company. Do you think after you use a bath bomb, you're like, that bath is bomb. (laughs) I don't have a tub at my house, so I haven't taken a bath in years. (laughs) You're also gigantic Yeah, that's true. It doesn't really fit me. But anyway, they're a local company started here by two people that are from here. And so I just thought it was a cool story. And so I wanted to do something on it. I loved it. it. We shared it. It's on our Instagram at Orlando Bungalow. Oh, anytime. That's how I capitalize on your uh, amazing talents, John. Yeah, you don't pay me. You just steal my work and send it out. Yeah. That's fine. That's what everybody does. That's fine. It's called the internet. The point is, it's on Facebook. It's on Instagram. Go to Orlando 60. Just search for it. And if you have an idea, I'm always looking for ideas. A lot of times I get crummy ideas. But if you got a good idea... I'll, giving, I'll maybe go do it. I feel like I gave you a list of cool ideas, and you didn't do any so. of them. I'll look. I'll look okay, through you our emails. For that list. How about I, you, Brendan? That was my week. What was your great week, like? week? I went to the United States Women's National Team uh, soccer match. Really? The ladies. Yeah. I didn't even know that was happening. It was a friendly. Uh, was vers- it friendly or they Columbia. fight? You know what? They fought. Really? It's it was not very friendly. Way more violent than the men's game. Uh, <laughs> Like crazy, like almost like a scene from Wonder Woman or Xena. Uh-huh. Just powerful. Oh, Sunrail's coming. Does that mean we get free drinks or something? <laughs> We're downtown. We're kind of outside. We're so a free meal just you, for being you might here. Hear, you might hear some Sunrails going by. Yeah. Oh, you're definitely going to hear it. Um, Who won? America. Good. America did. Finally, yeah. And they killed them. Good. I, think, I, I feel like it was 4 nothing, Which is a blowout in... And we Soccer. sat. It was just so good, John. It was good. an amazing game. Great talent, but nobody ever goes to the ladies' soccer games here, and I don't understand why. And this is this is like national level quality. And yes, it was a friendly, but still just really cool to see. And I love that like we could hear what the soccer players were saying to each other. Really? Yeah, just because it echoed. I didn't even know that game was going on, so maybe that was a marketing. Oh, maybe thing. there's another one happening this weekend. We have it up in our calendar if you want to go to it. Cool. Also, and our event selections. Yes, COVID protocols probably dictate They that you limit can't how have. many people can go, but they could have fit a lot. Right. We went to uh, some of the last soccer matches just for Orlando City, and they had way more people uh, for that than a national level team. Just crazy. Uh, we went to Renegers on Sunday. Oh, yeah, I saw the photo. You, you had to buy something. Oh, yeah. yeah you know you what can't. I went? I, I have to go with a theme. Otherwise, I'll lose all my money. You okay. Know, what'd, you, to, what'd you get? This time it was jewelry. For my occasional drag things that I do, and because it's super cheap, you can get like a bag of stuff for like ten bucks. And yeah, they just want you to take it, like it's old junk. granny jewelry. Oh yeah, that's how they <laughs> treat it too. Because you can see they've been hauling it around like to all the flea markets, all the things all over the country. So they're always in like giant balls, and you get to like <laughs> sort through the pearls and stuff. It was fun. I had a great time. I would say forty percent of the people there were wearing masks. Uh, that's higher than I thought. It was higher than <laughs> which you called it. You called it. And actually, there were people who tweeted at us, like, hey, how many people were wearing masks? You know, how was it when you went to Renegades? I actually did a video out there one time on the lady who makes the burgers at the oh, yeah. at the stand there. Mandy. I think so, yeah. yeah the at, Burger uh, Queen. Um, cafe. The Grubhub Cafe. Grubhub Cafe. They I make actually, them killer burger out I there. I went there and I had one of her burgers. Did she, you? Yeah, she had messaged me after hearing me on Colbert. 
And so I said, all right, if I'm good, if I go to Renegers, I'll look you up. And I did. And the burger was amazing. It was probably like, I mean, she might have, she might have treated you, but normally they're like five bucks. No, I bought it. Oh, they're, they're like so cheap, yeah, right? It's super cheap. It's so good. It was her and her wife running yep. it and they were in the kitchen, uh, which is completely sealed to you. There's like little holes now that they pass out the burgers. Like and a- I took a picture of her passing me the burger, but they're not wearing masks inside. It was just because I think they're thinking like, it's just us. We're fine. But at the photo, I shared it on Instagram, and people kind of laid into them about not wearing masks, which I kind of felt like like they're being safe. Yeah. You think all the chefs in the back of every kitchen that you've eaten at is wearing a mask all the time? I I don't don't know. know. I just felt a little bad about it because I was just trying to call attention to how amazing their burgers are. All right, Brendan, what else you got for me? Well, let's get into the inauguration thing. The inauguration just happened. We have Wait, a new president. Wait, there's a new president? Yeah. <laughs> I thought the lizard people were taking over. They, I think they did. Really? You can't tell me our President Biden isn't a lizard, man. You're right. I really yeah, don't know. No, at least from the waist down, I've never seen him without <laughs> pants on. I don't know what he looks like. He's totally <laughs> half lizard. Yeah, Joe, Joe Biden, President Joe Biden, inaugurated this week. He's the That's 46th right. president of the United States. President Trump. We got moved. a new. We got a new uh, resident of Florida. This yeah, week. just moved here. He was like, "Peace out." Didn't even stay for to, the ceremony. He used to be a New Yorker, just like all New Yorkers. They moved to Florida. And yeah, retire. I almost want to like do a Photoshop. You know that Photoshop of? Uh, it's like get in, loser. We're doing science. You yeah, know, it's like uh, the Marvel guys. Uh huh. Be funny if it was Melania and, and Trump. And they're like, get in, loser. We're going to Florida. <laughs> <laughs> I'll put it up on our parlor account. You got oh yeah you still got your parlor <laughs> account yeah bungalow does yeah they're hosted by a it. Russian uh, Russian service now no it's not yeah no it yeah. is not yeah that's crazy part part owned what anyway we're way off topic to your uh, parlor account highlights of the inauguration included uh, Lady Garth Brooks wearing jeans yeah Lady Gaga looking like Katniss Everdeen uh-huh. uh huh which I. Reenacted on Jim Colbert's show this That's week. That's a Hunger Games reference. Hunger you're not Games, sure. She had the, she, like I the never saw that. The final ver- final movie. I'm. Did it all work out? <laughs> 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 to be honest, I can't even tell you. I don't, right? I don't even remember. Did it start anew? Is that what happened? Mockingjay's like, part ones and twos, and I couldn't keep up. Too many, and they all were the exact same. The exact same movie. Anyway, <laughs> uh, everyone loved. Bernie Sanders mittens. Oh yeah, I love those memes. Those are hilarious. Did you know, know those mittens were made? You know what those mittens were made out of? Fleece and recycled bottles. Recycled sweater. Yeah, yeah. yeah some yeah. some like grade school teacher made up. Everybody does. My mom made mittens like that. That's really? like that's what you do in the north. You like recycle make mittens. Yeah, you make mittens for your friends. It's two layers, two different fabrics. It's super easy to make, and they're really warm. You know, and I love that he uses them all the time. And everybody's kind of making fun of his like functional one jacket like he has one jacket who cares that he has one jacket that's good that he has one jacket who he, needs more than one you can only wear one things, at a time get things done bernie sanders yeah. i love that man and uh j-lo had amazing clothes uh-huh uh it looked like she was wearing like a whole suit made out of pearls that's what it looked like to me and then michelle obama's pants were slaying it did There's, you see those pants i didn't so i i was i was listening on the radio because i was driving so I missed some of the visuals. Okay. Not to beautiful. say that I couldn't go back and watch, but at live, I missed some of it. That's Those are the only things I saw. I got stuck at a stupid light oh. on Princeton and OBT. <laughs> the poem. Oh, the, everybody loved I it. I love that poem. She did an interview. Uh, Amanda, 
I don't remember her last name. I don't either. But she did an interview with NPR a few days before. She's like 22 years old. She's the how'd they uh, find her? How'd they find her? Yeah. Uh, I don't remember. I know she's been on their radar for a while. The inauguration team. Okay. And so her she, hair was gorgeous. Yeah, yeah. So she read this poem. Everybody loved it. But the story that they did on NPR, they interviewed her. She actually had a speech impediment for a long time, uh, and she couldn't pronounce her R's, and so what? she had to like overcome that as well. Which is great because when you're doing spoken word poetry, you're putting on like an affectation, yes, in it, right? So there's a rhythm that you can. But find. there are certain words she had a hard time saying for a long time. She had and, one and she, stumble, I think, in the whole. Oh poem. yeah, I mean, oh, I, she was wonderful. anyway. Yeah, but everybody loved her, and she did a fantastic job. He's already Biden's been in for one one day already. He signed 17 executive orders on yeah. his first day. Uh, just getting wasted no time. No. But mostly having to do with COVID-19 response. Uh, yeah. Th- so the governor, I think today, yeah. we're recording on Thursday. I'm pulling the curtain away every time I say this. Every time. I know. But I think the state of Florida, the new rule is you can't get a vaccine unless you are a full-time or part-time resident of the Good. state of Florida. Well, because a lot of people came here because they have less restrictions. So a lot of people have come here like to just set up shop in the interim and so i'm gonna disagree with you on this what because there's a lot of snowbirds that come here that as well that are here for three four months they're not part-time residents they're just they're snowbirds that's a part-time resident no it's not i don't think they establish residency what i don't think they're part-time residents oh that's right i'm not saying like i'm saying like they're only here for a little bit of time that's when i say part-time resident i mean you're not a full-time i think there might be a, a actual term for that yeah that's what i, I think we're having so, like i have an aunt uh, uh my wife's aunt and uncle they come down here for like three four months i think they would be d- denied a vaccine if yeah. they really wanted one yeah well that's what I, i'm saying do you think that's okay yeah so like I think my mother-in-law people, is staying with me right now she's getting surgery here they have allotted she, it based on census data about who lives here that's okay. how they're allotting what states get what vaccines it doesn't take into account people who are coming down here to shelter from the winter or or because it's easier so these are our, to live in these Detroit. are our vaccines and nobody else can have them yeah so what if what if you were to go, go back somewhere to michigan what if you were to go to michigan and get sick should they take care of you it's different it is yeah because the capabilities of the medical system to look after me if i'm just sick don't we just all need to get vaccinated basic though? sick yeah but they don't it's limited Vaccines, but if limited you, if you fit the resources, old, uh, older, retire, or over sixty-five. Uh, I'm gonna. You know what? I hear you. I'm just and saying. Yes, I'm a weird shot. If you can get shots in arms, I don't care. No, I'm a socialist, weird Canadian. So I, I obviously, in my heart, want to say, if you're here and you're sick, you can line up and get your vaccine. But they don't have enough vaccines. Advent is it Advent Health just ran out of vaccines. So those people should just be down here and be super spreaders. No, I think there's a lot of people that are here recreationally that don't need to be here, and they're just here because it's easier. That's a and they're working argument, remotely though. from New York, and I, you know, so, so they're you not here. And they shouldn't people, have access to those vaccines. Wouldn't you rather have those people at least be safe down here, so they're not spreading it to you? Uh, I hate your devil's advocate. Hat. <laughs> I don't know. There's not enough. I think it should be residents first. Because that's what that's how they allotted the vaccines. That's how they allotted them. It's based on how many people are here living here. They they, they did a mathematical formula. They allotted a certain amount to Florida based on who really lives here. And 
if it's if I can say giving precedent to somebody who doesn't live here and they're just here versus the grandma that lives down the street, I, it needs to go to the grandma down the street. But first. they're all here. They're all here. No, well then they need to take that into account. And if and because then what's happening with the ones that are going to their hometown that it's allotted for that person, and it went to you know Nevada instead. I don't know. Right? What happens to that one? I don't. I, that's what I have to say. <laughs> well, think, and then, well, I, let's talk about it. Because then let's... Orlando Health, we talk, We touched on this last week. When when they, at the end of their day, if they have vaccines left over because there were just no shows, it was just the weird way that it pans out because you get, what, six doses per vial that you open up and then you only have a certain... What is it? Six, it's six hours before it goes bad. So those workers are texting people they know who f- who maybe fall within the categories to get the vaccine to come and get that last-minute bonus vaccine. There's no master list for that. It's just them going with who they know. I reached out to Orlando Health because I was like, I'd like to get over there. What happens? Yeah. How, do I, how do I get this list? And she was like, well, there is no list, and it's really just who they know. And that's and she seemed okay with that. And I was like, I don't think that is okay. Because, again, we have, you're prioritizing. You already have a list. But I would rather it go into up for somebody's the next day. than just go down the drain. I, but there's got to be, we're, oh, yeah. we've no. established that <laughs> there's got to be a lot of better ways to do this. And we've established that there are certain people who are priority. Yeah. Right? And if they can't get there, it's going to go bad. and at-risk groups. But then... You need to come up with the wait list. Like if you're prior, if you're in this window be, the next day between nine and noon, be on alert that we could be calling you at the end of the day ahead of time to come and get your shot early. Not a bad idea. I mean, they figured out how to sell Hamilton tickets at Dr. Phillips, sort of. Sort of. <laughs> they had a little trouble, but There's like people be... lined up, people got in. And I just, because like uh, nepotism cannot be the answer to getting out those shots. I agree. I just, I also, I also believe that I'd rather them go somewhere than nowhere. I, yeah, I don't, I'm not saying pour them out. (laughs) Nobody's saying that, John, but we have a system in place and you're telling me that the government's saying we can't just give it to anyone because now they've established even more parameters. You have to have been a long-term resident here to qualify. So you should be, are, are they saying that? Are these people who are handing out those extra doses at the end of the day, are they saying, oh, well, I, my old pair needs it? Or my friend who's old pairing and she's here from France, maybe she needs to get this shot. I, I don't know. Are they collecting I, the I data? I think we can all agree, shots? Brendan, yeah. that there, there should probably be more oversight on how all this, not just locally, but nationally as well. You always get me going. I'm now it's saying, time for a break. We got to take a break. We'll be right back. NZN is Central Florida's only full-time alternative cinema and home to Eden Bar and the Florida Film Festival. NZN exists to entertain, inspire, educate, and connect the community through film. Upcoming events include Science on Screen featuring the film Isle of Dogs by Wes Anderson on January 30th. Prior to the film, enjoy a presentation by Assistant Professor of Psychology, Dr. Yankelevitz. 
about human and non-human animal behavior. Enzian will also be hosting a special Valentine's brunch with a screening of Nodding Hill, preceded by a yummy brunch spread and mimosas and the musical stylings of Cat Ridgeway. Upcoming films to put on your calendar include cult classic David Byrne's True Stories, Psycho Gorman, and the peanut butter matinee family film Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Go to nzn.org today to check out their awesome lineup. This is Erica for Orange County Library System to tell you about these three things. Did you know Orange County's Green Place program has over 18,000 acres of environmentally sensitive lands to explore? Learn about them in the virtual event, The Blooms, Burrows, and Burns on January 27th. On January 28th, Valencia College Peace and Justice Institute hosts the ABCs of Anti-Racism. Are you a non or an anti? The virtual program will be facilitated by Hank Van Putten, Ida Diaz, and Sherry Koopman. The OCLS Writers' Conference is coming to you online this year. Authors and publishing professionals will teach workshops on a range of topics during this weekend-long event, January 29th through 31st. For information on these three things and much more, visit OCLS.info or call 407-835-7323. Orange County Library System is your place to learn, grow, connect. Welcome back to Bungalower and the Bus. I am the Bus, John Busdecker. And I like to wear shoes to let my big toe peek out so Christians can't eat me. Brendan O'Connor from Bungalower.com. And here on Bungalower and the Bus, we talk about all the great things happening in downtown Orlando. Sometimes the not-so-great things, too. Also, the surrounding neighborhoods. And we're at the AC Hotel tonight. Right in downtown Orlando. And the new uh, SunTrust Plaza on Church Street. SunTrust Plaza left their old SunTrust Plaza. They moved over to Church Street, that beautiful glass building right by I-4 that kind of popped up out of nowhere. Kind of did, yeah. And we're like up One on, day it's just like site work. Next day it's 30 it's stories here. tall. But I feel very safe. <laughs> well, we're here at the Sky Bar. On the 18th floor overlooking the interstate Amway Paramore has never looked more urban than it does right now. It's a beautiful view from up here. This we is, got a fire going. We can see the Orlando Eye off in the distance. Sure I can. drive. It's going to be really hot here in the summer with this fire going. Yeah, they're going to have to just put in <laughs> a little misting fan instead for the summer. It's nice. We got some fancy drinks, some some food. Yeah, there's fancy urbanites here also doing the same thing. Couches. Couches. Foot massages somewhere. I don't know about that. I don't know about you, but (laughs) I didn't get a foot massage. I didn't either. Uh, What were we talking about? You were yelling at me about vaccines and how you don't want anybody to get them but you. You were getting my goat. You were just (laughs) trying to get me up on a soapbox. I don't want any of these people coming in from other states to get our vaccines. Not some xenophobe vaccine hoarder. Sounds like it. You're like, I don't want those. Michiganders getting our vaccine. I get it, though. You know what we should do? What? Build a wall around Florida <laughs> so you can't get our vaccine. Do you know that was one of the executive orders that the president did? What? He he got rid of the uh, the declaration of of uh, the emergency declaration that Trump had put in place to di- that allowed him to divert billions of dollars towards building that wall. Oh, really? And now all efforts for the wall are now frozen. 
Okay. It's kind of like in one day he just dismantled a lot hey of Hey, man, they say one of the, the things they say about politics is elections have consequences. And so, you know, if you don't yeah. like it, that's what happens when new administrations come in. Just like Especially make- when you do things by executive order in the yeah. first place. If that had been an act of Congress, it would have been different. They would have had to get another law passed. Ah. But when you start writing executive orders, the next guy or gal can write their own executive orders. That's what presidents do. Well said, John. Thank you. Well, you know, another thing the pandemic has resulted in. Babies. Babies. <laughs> and robots. Robots? Yeah. Which we now have double the amount of robots we've had since 2015 and mostly during the pandemic. Yeah, but is that just technology? No, it's because they're moving away from job warehouse jobs because it's just not safe. And these businesses, these companies, are investing more in robot labor and okay. robot-assisted labor. Yeah. Uh, but some of the, sometimes when they do this, they discover that humans can do it better. Case in point, Walmart, I know, had these like stock, like, like shelf stockers and floor cleaners that were robots. And they tested them out. I think they tested them here in Orlando. Yeah. And they discovered that they don't do as good of a job as yeah, but that's human beings with brains. Martha was in there coming in after them and messing it up because she wanted to keep her <laughs> job. You know? <laughs> you know, a couple of tweaks, they'd be fine. They have uh, firms like Amazon and, this, and, and Kiva, Amazon-owned Kiva. What's they're, Kiva? I can't remember. It's like another warehousey thing. They're, they're making cobots, they call them. Because they work cooperatively with ah. humans instead of replacing I mean, them. It's inevitable that robots are going to first take over the world, but before <laughs> that, help us with a lot of things. So we're friends with them. Yeah, well, like if it, it's kind of like work smarter, not harder. Like, why are we having? Why are people doing manual labor if you can have a robot do that? But you're overseeing your cobot. I guess I've always labor. wondered this, Brendan. Maybe you're you're a smart guy. Maybe you can tell me. Uh-oh. So so let's say robots take certain jobs. You I can't I spend that. too much time. On I don't this want to. Okay, okay. They take certain jobs. Does that not? Does that open other opportunities for jobs that yeah. robots can't do? Yeah, because you got who's going to look after the robot, and then who's going to program the robot, and who's going to make the robot? Like you, their higher paying jobs open up. Around servicing the robots who do those, all right. You know, I mean, I don't ride a horse anymore jobs. because a car takes me places. Right, technology changes the world. And then there's people who fix the car. Exactly. And, yeah. All right. We'll move on. This is. We'll move on. All right. All right. Uh, ammunition is in high demand due to the inauguration. Did you buy some ammo? I didn't. No. <laughs> I did. I mean, I'm, I'm yeah, fully protected. Don't come to my house. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Central Floridians were lining up at 2 a.m. on Monday. At local gun shops that were opening at nine, so they were going to spend seven hours just waiting in the parking lot, and I guess they felt safe because they were packing heat right. due to the fear of the incoming Biden regulations to take their guns away. And who knows, man, if you sign on all those executive it never, orders, it, it never seems to materialize. No, at least at least to my knowledge. But all all those ammunition stores raking in every time. I'm sure the gun manufacturers and ammo manufacturers are yeah are. You know, they, they I don't want to say they egg this on, but I'm sure they don't. Yeah. They I'm don't sure dissuade it. When they're like, wait a minute, we can raise prices on this stuff? These socialist boogeymen coming yeah. in to take your guns and poke your butt. <laughs> Look out. Uh, the municipal planning board just approved a 19-story co-living tower downtown. What does that mean? Co-living? An apartment? Yeah, it's an apartment, but you're paying, instead of for, you paying for the unit, you're paying for the bedroom. What's the difference? Well, 
Is it like a dorm? Like a big dorm? It's kind of like a dorm. So they're building 182 living units. That sounds like what robots would live in. And they'll be anywhere from like, yeah, <laughs> robots can live. <laughs> it could be anywhere from like one bedroom, two bedroom, three bedroom, four bedroom. But instead of you paying $1,000 for the studio, you're paying $1,000 a month for the room. So it is like a big dorm. It's a big dorm. So do you have to, I mean, I, I would assume you know the people you're living with or not. Like I don't think so. I think you, you just pay you, in open you market. You the bedroom, but maybe you share the kitchen? Yeah. And the living room. And the living room. Yeah. And Ooh. then... <laughs> and this specific spot is called the Signature. They're going to have uh, commercial space on the bottom, parking garage, but they're also going to have like a sixth floor dog park. Can you on the sixth floor? Yeah. Okay. You're going to have to hose that off. Oh, you know? have to, my dog's going to be jumping off there. <laughs> well, you'd have a fence or something. Okay. Outdoor <laughs> yoga. And I wrote about it just thinking, oh, it's an interesting housing thing. We'll see what happens. I'm sure there's a lot of people that would... You're also not just paying for the unit. You're paying for the ability to live downtown, right? Yeah. So $1,000 a month which to is, live which downtown. Which is inexpensive. And I think at a point in my life, that might have been uh, an interesting thing to do yeah. or an attractive thing to do. That's what I pay for rent for a house in Mills 50s. It's... It's a two-two house. We pay a thousand bucks a month, so yeah. which is very rare to find. There's a, it's haunted, and there's dead bodies in the basement. Yeah, that I put there. Uh. <laughs> uh, but people were not happy about it, John. Uh, but like the comments were like, "Who's going to co-live? That's like a dorm. What are adults living like college students? That's ridiculous." And but again, if you're it's like two years cares? old, and you make you know thirty-five thousand dollars a year, which is a bonus for you. I mean, that's more than you make. But, like, if that's what you make... It's not more than I make. (laughs) If that's what you make and and you can't afford to live way out in wherever and you want to live downtown, it might be an attractive thing. Not everybody has to... Not everybody can. Not everybody wants to have a three-bedroom, two-bathroom house in Winter Park. And there's going to be co-working spaces on site. So it's, it's meant for people that don't want to invest in a home. Like I said, have those I, I think at some point in my life, that might have been a cool yeah, thing. I agree. Especially if you're just out of college, you've already lived like that. And it's going to be right behind Dr. Phillips Performing Arts Center. You can walk there. You just walk, man. Just walk, walk, walk downtown. I think it's interesting. Anyway, uh, we got a lot of food news. We got, we do? Yeah, yeah. I love food news. Krung Thep Tea Time. Have you been there? Uh, I've only been there once or twice. They got good sandwiches. Yeah, so it's like traditional sandwiches, but like with a Thai twist. And Over on lo- Fairbanks in Winter Park. Right next to full-blown automotive. Uh-huh. And Across the street from the lounge where the- we did an old episode we of the did. Bungalow which, and the Bus. Which is basically where a bunch of rich guys are storing their fancy cars and <laughs> hanging out. And I was very happy to be there. They, uh, they're they opening a new downtown ghost kitchen. I saw which, that. Which we've talked about before. Those explain a- this to old men like me. It's a kitchen where it's like a restaurant without a dining room. Wait a minute. And it's just <laughs> How t- am I supposed to eat there, <laughs> Brendan? You can't. Takeout and delivery options only. Okay, and that's and that's kind of what, what most of our food news has been lately is writing about these new kitchens, slow startup cost, right? And like really no overhead for staff, and uh-uh. you don't have to worry about a but it's build all out. Uber eats, right? Or like Uber eats, DoorDash, like pr- probably as many as you can get. Can on. I pick it up or not? Oh, yes, and you can pick up. All right. So this one's going to be the same sandwiches that you can get there, Thai twist, but they're going to be vegetarian and downtown and vegan and, and they're going to service downtown orlando do they do they usually like tell you where these ghost kitchens are some of them do crunk them hasn't no no but they're Secret. just not like media savvy like that so and i didn't ask 
Because what does it matter? I don't need to tell people where they are, really. This one's just delivery only. Uh, Susuru. Susuru. Are you saying that right? Are you, are you having a seizure? Yeah. <laughs> it means it's Japanese for slurp. Ah. Susuru. And uh, it sounds longer than slurp. But they, this is the guy that owns Jade New Asian. Which I will say, I live in College Park, so I'm a little biased, Brendan. It's my favorite place to get uh, Asian food. I, mean, I say Asian because they make a lot of different kinds. Uh, of jade, they do, yeah, yeah. It's very fusion. They have Asian. amazing ramen. I love their ramen. I love their ramen. You brought me there for the first time. It's we recorded so a good. show there. Well, he. And I don't think they get as much publicity as some other places in town. But it's again, it's really it's he's not as social media savvy as That's some fine. other people. He also owns Susuru over in Lake <laughs> Buena Vista, which is very like Japanese uh, anime friendly yakitori like food on stick stuff and it's delicious but i can never write about it because it's outside of our coverage we go out there if they invite us i've gone i haven't always take i you. haven't been there i went to a meeting i know those there. guys they're i mean he's great i mean they're they're great lewis lynn is the owner he's going to be doing a new uh food stall downtown it's called susuru <laughs> yatai and yatai is a japanese term for food stall and it was a type of food stall that popped up in the 60s in japan uh, you know, when they were doing reparations after World War II, we're kind of booming a little bit in the late 60s, but people really got into it because it was like easy, quick food on sticks. And so they're going to be doing this in a food hall uh, on Church Street, just around the corner it. from here. Actually, it's the same developers that built this. It's uh, Lincoln. Right by here, too. Yeah, right around the corner in the Bumby Arcade. That is, is, when's it supposed to open? I feel like I've been hearing about this year. forever. I think they're just starting to build out on it. They, they had to do a lot of renovations of the building first. And now they're going to start doing the build-out inside. I really do believe if you build it, they will come on on Church Street. And they've had cool stuff down there. But if you can really make something that's like a destination, and maybe this will be it. I hope it is. Where it's a food hall where, like, you go there to eat, and everybody can pick something. And there's, like, lots of cool stuff. You'll get people to go. They're going to have, like, I think there's, like, 18 different stalls that are going to be in that I mean, hall. if you can do that, people will be like, oh, let's just go there. We can all get drinks. We can all find something to eat and hang out. And, and across the street is house. We just recorded Which is there. great. I tell people all the time, their food was great. It was so good. Yeah. We actually, I liked it so much, John. We're helping them do a media night to get more people in there good. to talk about it. Good. Uh, on the 27th. I saw they had, like, a Miss Piggy show or something. What was it? Mr. Pig? Frog Pig. Frog Pig. It's about, uh, you know, Miss Piggy and Kermit's offspring. It sounds good. It's really funny. A puppet, musical. Uh, it was actually a fringe show, and that, and they picked it up over there. It's it's happening through February, but on, on isolated nights. That was the, it's the head photo for our event picks this weekend, so you can see it nice. if you need information. Fringe going to gonna happen this year or not? They say it is. Really? Like regular? I think they'll have options too, but yeah, they're okay. moving ahead. I think they have to have something. Just for money, yeah, economic money reasons? Wise. Yeah, I think so. You can't. It's hard for those. It's a festival. And if you're not bringing in sponsorship dollars and things for your festival and you're not putting on a festival, then what do you become, right? And it's. And I didn't really see them. I thought maybe they'd become like a production company or something during the pandemic, but uh-huh. I didn't see that really happen. All right. So it's too, I hope so. I missed it last year. Too, yeah, too much of a pivot for them. Uh, I went and hung out with Palm, Palm Moon Gauklong from, yeah. from Palm Palms. Yeah, Palm Palms Sandwicheria and Tea House. Uh, th- they just had their 15th anniversary, 
the other day for their pom-pom sandwich shop. She's going to be doing uh, a pop-up takeover in her own restaurant. <laughs> and she, Pom is... is Wait, wait, how does that work? I know. She's just not making sandwiches for a night. They're going to make uh, Thai food, but it's not Thai food. It's Isan food, which is a region of Thailand. And it's a lot more like ingredient friendly, not a lot of oil. Uh, it's really healthy, a lot of vegetables. And she brought me into her test kitchen the other day to try it. We did a little video up on Instagram at Orlando Bungalower, and it's delicious. And just happy, awesome food. And it's what she grew up eating. She's from the northeastern Thailand. Uh, so during the pandemic, she's just been making it for herself. And she kind of rediscovered her joy in cooking uh, when just thinking about the waxing poetic about her life back in Thailand and her mom. And cool. People who share those recipes. When's that? With they don't have the date yet, but you're going to have to follow their Instagram for updates on it. I want to help them do like a... Uh, maybe a more fancy chef's dinner when she can be there talking about it. This will just be like, it's just going to be like a normal restaurant night. You, you, there won't be reservations for it. You're just going to roll in, and instead of buying sandwiches, it's just going to be her Isan food. Cool. Yeah, really cool. Uh, they had like a Thai spaghetti that had like a red curry and fish. And I'm not generally like a fishy guy, you know? <laughs> Especially on my noodles. But, man, it was good. I couldn't stop thinking about it. Good. Portillo's food truck is at Lake Yolo. Everybody's freaking out about this thing. I could care less. It's a hot dog restaurant, right? Yeah, in Chicago. Okay. And then they launched a food truck so they could bring the hot dogs around the, the country. And then they're going to open a real restaurant here. At Lake Buena Vista, I think, Over by Disney, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's at the Lake Yola, 3 to 8 p.m. Saturday and 11 to 4 p.m. Sunday. It's it's called the Beef yeah, I, Bus. People love them, man. I like. I don't. I, I didn't grow up in Chicago, so I don't really know. Are <laughs> they like? Do you know what comes on them? Are they like like a pickle and uh, like the whole Chicago dog thing? Sean, I have no idea. All right. Not my thing. My boss Matt sent me the pictures by text. I didn't answer, and then he emailed them to me. <laughs> and I can't so tell look you at this, Brendan. I can't write. Look at this. Look at this and write about it. Which he, I can't tell you the last time he asked me to write about anything. Uh-huh. And the fact that he hit me up via text and email, crazy. Did and you write about picture? it? He is your boss. I did. Oh, yeah. Good. He didn't tell me to write about it, but I got the hint. You know? Oh, that was my keys falling Oh, out. I thought, I thought you know, the glass the was shattering. The glass was shattering yeah. behind me. I was gonna, <laughs> this was my final no, episode. No. Are, are we doing okay on time? Are we okay? good. There's a new gym opening up in Baldwin Park. Generally, I don't write about gyms. <laughs> Why? Who cares, right? Because there's always a gym opening <laughs> up. This one, it's F45. Have you seen those pop yeah, up? Yeah, no, I, I saw it. F means functional fitness, and 45 is like the amount of time that you need in there to do like the circuit oh, training. Stuff. 45 minutes is about the right amount of time for, yeah. oh, we got something coming in here. And uh, it's owned by, <laughs> oh, it's uh, oh, it's blue. It's blue in oh, the house. Okay. That's so nice. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> there's there some people that came in that burlesque uh, performance from a show. Yeah, uh, I didn't know. I didn't know there was a cosplay convention in town <laughs> or something. Anyway, no, just uh, a bunch of lesbian burlesque yeah. dancers. I think I think 45 minutes is the right amount to do exercise. Yeah, that's what it I was sounds great at. to me. I'd say 15 minutes is the right amount. I'm uh, the <laughs> owner uh, Tara Strauss. She is a Reebok sponsored athlete. She used to work for 24 Hour Fitness. <laughs> before she got laid off in the pandemic. She's like a she master trainer, trains people how to do things. Uh, her husband is a WWE wrestler named Robert Stone. Ah. He was in the Titan Games versus uh, the 
The Rock, Dwayne The Rock Hudson was yeah. hosting, and he was the twenty uh, season twenty five finalist for Amazing Race. So he's kind of got some you know online clout, and Where he's super handsome. Open? It's in Baldwin Park. Oh, there's another one downtown. I passed it. Uh, North Quarter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So interesting to see them pop up. Cool. They're opening up this week, and killer deals. That I'm not supposed to tell tell you what the deal is, but if, if you get the deal now. It's really good. I even considered it, and it's and it, they'll honor it through the year. Cool, uh, amazing events happening this weekend. Go check them out. Our bingo nights have been going crazy. They're I so come fun. See you. I haven't yet. We're giving away tickets to Enzian, Orlando Museum of Art passes, gift certificates to Kyle's Bike Shop, tickets to the Plaza Live Front Porch Series. So a lot of really fun stuff. We're gonna keep adding to it, and uh, and that's all I got. We got to thank AC Hotels for having us here at the Sky Bar. So fun. Yeah. This place is beautiful. It really is. Come check it out. Come get a drink. Come sit by a fire. Come look at the Amway Center and all of downtown Orlando. Please. We'll share pictures on our gram. See you next week.